following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! Cowboys! This is Talkin' Cowboys. Streaming live from the Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star in Frisco. Hand off, Elliott plowing to the goal line. Barry, sacked by Lord. Prescott keeps it, and he bangs it into the touchdown. And now your hosts, Isaiah Stanback. Heckma Harrison, Rob Phillips, and Kyle Yeomans. It is a Say It With Your Chest Friday here on Talking Cowboys, presented by Tostitos, helping fans get in on the game and our favorite chip and our favorite dip of mm. Talking Cowboys. I'm going to yes. carve it up on Friday, baby. Carving it up. Carving is it your cheat out. day? Is it your cheat day? It is my cheat breakfast. Ooh, what'd oh. you have? I'm about to go get McDonald's. Oh. <laughs> oh, okay. It's my cheap breakfast. Mickey D's? Dog, you don't understand. I I I deny myself. Mickey D's. McDonald's Mc- breakfast is my dog is my Whataburger. favorite. Not, not, Whataburger. Whataburger. Yeah. Whataburger. Whataburger. You mean Whataburger, right? You mean Whataburger all the way through, right? Yes. Yeah, that's what I thought. Okay. All right. I like the idea, though. Get you a little cheap breakfast and go get you a honey butter chicken biscuit. Yeah. That stuff's good. Yeah, it is good. I like their pancakes. Taquito. Yeah, taquito. Pancakes. I've never had the taquito, but the honey butter biscuit, though, is underrated. When I used to run these streets, I used to go there about 3 o'clock in the morning. Oh, yeah, yeah. to the crib give me a pancake platter. Oh yeah, those are good too. Oh, that's that. That's that after. After after. Chris in the back, I can hear. I can hear the insulting <laughs> side of Chris's voice because he's like, "You've never had a taquito," and I agree with them. Their taquitos are they awesome. Are, They're bro. fire. They are awesome. So you should try one. Chris sounds anything after eleven o'clock. Taquito is great. Bro. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's just soaking up Chris, other stuff. Chris sounded appalled. Exactly what it's for. <laughs> Oh, is so appalled that you hadn't had a taquito. Oh, He's come like, on. What the hell? Do me a yeah. favor. Everybody out there, just tweet at Heckman Harris. <laughs> Don't do that, Chris. Don't do that. I'm, look, man, I, I'm doing my best here. I'm, I'm telling you the honey butter biscuit. I'm, I'm a creature of habit. <laughs> no, it's so good. <laughs> Glad to have Rob Phillips back today. Yeah, I'll see you, Rob P. Thank How's you. A little vacation is. Not really. Not a vacation. Shout out to all the stay-at-home moms out yeah, there. Yeah, buddy. And, and dads. You hey. know? Mm. Soccer dad for two days. And look at you. Oh, it's no, no he got work. The, he got the shadow going oh, on. Oh, yeah. There. I, don't, I don't give it. I have a shower <laughs> well, you like you've been through hell. <laughs> yeah. I was I mean, looking for the Mr. Mom theme song. But I couldn't <laughs> find oh, it. They, they oh. said it wasn't licensed. How many so diapers did you get, man? Too many. Too many? A lot of diapers. Yeah, you, know, you know what? You kind of miss it, honestly. When yeah. you're at work and you're not around the yeah. kiddo. Even, even the even the smell. You know, the bro. Stank. No, yeah. no, I don't. The stank <laughs> is real. Okay, yeah. Chris doesn't. I don't, I don't miss the stank either. I, no, I used I to go in there like towel wrapped around my face. Oh, yeah. yeah my, oh, man. You see this nose? I smell everything. Dude, I... I <laughs> <laughs> hey. Now that's funny. That used to tear me up. What? You see this? Come on. <laughs> you know that. Hey. Oh, oh. Bro, it used to tear me Bro. Yeah. Especially those ones. It's like, it's on your neck. Bro, it's, it's not oh. supposed to be there. Yeah. <laughs> like, that was an explosion. Rob. Up the, up oh, the back. Gosh. Throw hey, the whole baby Rob, away. When your daughter ends up using the, uh, the bathroom by herself, it's a game changer, bro. We're trying. I mean, I'm telling you, it's a game We're changer. trying. We're not it's, there yet. We're trying. But Chris will explain. It's more than a game. It's, it's a game changer in more ways than one. <laughs> yeah. All right. I, we're going to keep going. Yep, all right. Kyle's so lost right now. Kyle has no Set, idea. He's like, what are you guys talking about? Chest. 
Yep, saying it with your chest. I don't know. I don't know. What's we, going on, guys? <laughs> we believe, I but believe before we get started, girlfriend on today. So yeah, right. Oh, oh, going to She's going to be on. Okay, cool. That's yeah. that's good. Hell is that yeah. what you're going to ask? No, no, I yes. was. <laughs> so that's awesome. I want to give a shout out to <laughs> South Oak Cliff High School. That's going to is it the semis? Uh, I believe it's. State championship. Now. No, it's not the championship. No, is it the semis, to semis. tonight? Yes. Yeah, se- to- oh, then yes. Yeah, yeah. South Oak Cliff High School, y'all got it going on. Look, could be the first Dallas Independent School to win a state title in 60 years. Wow. So it's awesome, man. Send the love to South Oak Cliff High School this morning. Coach Marcellus and Overton Road. Stand up. That's awesome. Nice. South Oak Cliff, the Golden Bears, baby. The Golden Bears. Trying to be golden again. They are a really good football team. Yep. So that's going to be exciting to watch in the, the high school ranks. Of course, the state championships held at AT&T Stadium, and there's a lot of good games going to be going on here in a couple weeks. I know uh, I, you mentioned we're getting Lorena on the high or on the, uh, on the the show today. There's Lorena High School in down in Waco <laughs> that's going to the state championship. That's where my wife went. Is it really? Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, there you Lorena. go. So the Leopards, I watched the game last yeah, night. Yeah, they're going they to the state them. title game. Oh, nice. Yeah. The first time in a long time, I think, Lorena's going. So there you go. This guy. Yeah. Chris is on point today. He I is. Love it. Chris is having fun. Mario drop. <laughs> Chris is saying it with your chest. Rob, this mm. is a pleasure of me to finally get to do for the first time in three days. News and notes. What's going on in Cowboys Nation? Come on, man. Right Pull now? up the Lipton. You for got us. this. My God. Where do you want to start? Exactly. Where I mean, do we want to start? You want to start with Tuesday. Mike, Mike McCarthy and Ron Rivera? You want to start yes. with injuries? What do you want to start with? Start with injuries. Then I want to have a conversation about Mike McCarthy okay. and Ron Rivera. Okay. Well, I mean, actually, the injury report for the Cowboys looks fairly clean this, this week with a couple exceptions. Uh oh. Um, Tony Pollard not practicing for two straight days now. He told us yesterday he would be likely a game time decision Sunday, mm-hmm. and he said when he that last tackle he broke on the fifty eight yard touchdown, he I don't know if you've had this injury Isaiah he 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 felt a little tear in his plantar fascia which Ooh, plantar is, fasciitis is no bueno that is very painful yeah, Heck, you don't I don't know if you've had there. it too, but uh, so we'll see on that. Um, but that, that's the biggest injury of note for the Cowboys yeah. this week. And obviously, Zeke's still <laughs> playing through it. Mike McCarthy said yesterday he felt like both guys would play. Mm-hmm. But mm. Tony Pollard does not practice this mm-hmm. week, so we'll see. Plantar fasciitis. No, no. no good? No. He said in the <laughs> interview that the like the fact that you tear it all the way through, it actually heals quicker. I, I can see that, that made no sense to me. Made zero said. sense to me either. Yeah. Because it's an irritating thing. It's like a... It's a, it's like a Irritant. It's like rubbing, right? So it's like this tendon, and it gets very, very inflamed. So if you tear it through it, then you don't have to really deal no with the rubbing. irritation. Exactly. Yeah. So that's actually a benefit. But people who have plantar fasciitis, there's a lot of just regular citizens out there that have plantar fasciitis. It, hurts. it, it sucks. I've never personally had it, but I see the pain on people's faces yeah. that are dealing with it. And it is one of those things that just stays with you. you got to calm that, that thing down. So wow. the fact that he hasn't practiced for two days makes sense. The fact that he's a game-time decision. It, yeah, it'll be that. I want to say Terrence Newman, Tinu did the same yeah. thing. It was like partially torn, and they did say that it's actually better to tear it. Yeah. It's almost like sometimes it's better to break a bone yep. than sprain fracture, something. Yeah, because yep. yeah, you know it's going to heal and all that stuff. Facts. So hmm. we'll, we'll see. Also, Noah Brown on IR. Yeah. So is it the semi show this week? I don't know. Cedric Wilson is back to practice on a limited basis, so maybe he can go this week. Pete. So those are the two big sure, ones, I think. When you go IR at this point, are you done for the year? No, it's a it's three a three weeks. game minimum okay. still. And and Mike said maybe a couple weeks, so it's gonna be three weeks. Okay. Um 
And then obviously, you know, Randy and, and Neville Gallimore have continued to practice this week on IR. So that's pointing towards you would think being activated this weekend. Mm-hmm. That's sure. a COVID change, right? Because it used to be that way. Whereas this late in the season, it was the end of the year for you if you were on IR. But now that it's it's an unlimited mm-hmm. IR, yeah, you can you can do it all the way for the three weeks all the way through, right? Yeah, and okay. you still got what five five weeks left in the season. Sure, four, four after this week. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Isaiah, do you have a question? I just wanted to know what happened to Noah Brown. It's a groin injury. Oh, I'm, shoot. I'm not yeah. sure how it happened, but it <laughs> yeah. uh, must have happened in the game. Those suck. Mm. No fun at all. Mm. All right, let's talk about Mike McCarthy. Mm. This is another example of our show going early, and, <sighs> we, and we just missed something that's like the story of the day, man. It's, I know. We get the pros and cons. We get to go first after wins and losses and stuff like that, but that would have been fun to talk about. But now we get to talk about it on Say It With Your Chest Friday because mm. that's exactly what Mike McCarthy did. So he said it with his chest, and Chris Beam's got it queued up in the back. Here is Mike McCarthy in his press conference yesterday virtually guaranteeing the Cowboys getting a win over the Washington football team. We know what people think of us. We love that. Uh, we're comfortable who we are, where we are. Uh, but I'm excited about what's in front of us because, you know, we, we, you know we're, we're going to win this game. Um, I'm confident in that and just, to, you know, the prep that's going into it. Uh, but, you know, more importantly, we're going to, you know, we want to improve too along the way. So I think that's all part about what the challenge of December football gives you. We are going to win this game. I'm confident in that. That's the quote that everybody has taken. Everybody's run with it. I think it wasn't supposed to be a guarantee as much as it was a confidence meter from Mike McCarthy. But I like it either way. I kind of want it to be a guarantee. I want the ball and we're going to score. Yeah. Hasselbeck? Wow. <laughs> that's a that's a so, so, that's so, a sore spot for you. <laughs> breaking up trauma. Are you okay over there? No, he's not. No, there's a dude that coaches the DVs on the other side. Say, that had a part in that. That's right. No. Uh, so, what do you think about that, Isaiah? I like it internally. Mm-hmm. I like it internally, I mean, just because of the fact that you know things like that situation I just I just mentioned can come back and bite you. I have no problem with his confidence. I have no problem with it at all. I'm, it's, eh, you know, it's some some organizations like you to come out come out the jump out the cake as as Heck would say and, and say that and kind of make that announcement. I'm sure he said that internally, which is not an issue. But when you can pronounce that. To the masses, it can be perceived as a negative thing. But I, I like the confidence. I'm just not sure that I would want my head coach running around <laughs> saying that. Now, we talked a little bit about coaching uh, beefs over the years, and <laughs> we haven't had any co- coaching beefs. And I love the fact that Ron Rivera, Rivera responded immediately. I've been looking for that Buddy Ryan, Jimmy Johnson kind of thing going on, and we don't have it anymore. But I, I will say this. I love the confidence of Mike McCarthy. And he can't win. Either way it goes, if someone had asked him, were you guaranteeing a win this week? He didn't answer. Oh, he doesn't have confidence in the squad. So it's a, it's a catch-22 around here. You, you love him when he doesn't, you know, everything he does is under the microscope. But when he says something bold, you know, oh, he should never. Who is he to say to guarantee? Coaches over the years have guaranteed wins. Jimmy Johnson has done that before. I mean, hell, you think about boxing. Muhammad Ali said, I'm going to knock you out in round four. 
So, I mean, look, sometimes your mouth can write a check that your ass can't cash. <laughs> but it's, it's the looms, baby. It's true. <laughs> Get them draws. Hey, but when you hey, but when you got when you got the booty to back it up, and when we go through that, when we go through the airport terminal, where we fly private anyway, look, there's gonna be a lot of there's gonna be a lot of metal detecting going off, man, because yeah. we coming. Just bring your baby wipes. Yeah, whatever you gotta bring. <laughs> bring your hard hat, whatever you gotta do. It's gonna be a, regardless if he said that. It was gonna be a battle, regardless. Absolutely. It was gonna be that, regardless. I, I mean, I apologize. I missed this. What did Rivera say in response? I got it right here. Yeah, this is from Clarence Hill on Twitter, uh, responding yesterday. I think it was an in-house media interview. He said, "Quote: He's trying to get in our head. He's trying to convince his team. He's now made it about him and that and what he said. It's not about his players anymore. Hmm. I think it's a big mistake." We will show up on Sunday and see what happens. All right. Well, he from like Ron that Rivera. Response. That's that's Oak Cliff mentality like that right response. there. Well, let's see then. Yeah. And, <laughs> let's see about it. Yeah. And Mike was asked about Ron's comments this morning on the fan, and I I'm paraphrasing, but he said basically what kind of what Ron said. Like it's irrelevant what's being said about our team. Like he didn't seem to care. So it, this is why I like pro wrestling. Uh, they just pour some gas on the thing. Let, yeah. it, let it ride. I, yeah. just, I mean, this is it, it's more fun when there's a little bit of an edge oh, to yeah, a matchup, just now, like in boxing or whatever. That you know? just added an edge to this. Hey, if you if you need it, if you needed anything yeah. extra for me, I just think it's it's all about having games in December with implications on things on the line. Yeah, and it's not like you're you're not playing for nothing. And so both teams know where they are. You have a team that's fighting tooth and nail to get back in this thing, and you have a team that has been dominating from the first part of the season that's trying to get back to the dominating way. So I I really believe if you look at this rivalry, if you want to call it that, over the years, it's been contentious. The whole way through, it wouldn't have matter what he said. Yeah, I mean, even going back to last year and the dominant dominance that Washington had, I think there's a little bit of discontent yeah. from the Cowboys side there. Who has the confidence advantage coming into this game? That's a great question. One team's won four straight, like Heckma said, and the other team has been winning. Man, the we division. got the confidence advantage. What you talk? We got the confidence advantage, Isaiah. Got, it's us. I got Dak's quote when he was asked. What Dak say? What Dak say? Yeah. You got a bleep ready for it? Go for it, Cheers. Chris. That was it. Oh. Yeah. Play one more. There it is. Oh, there you go. It's a bleep out. Bleep yeah. S yeah. S yeah. Oh, man. So, but that, I mean, that's a, that's a valid question is, was this needed from Mike McCarthy? Was this sentence, I mean, words have powerful, yeah. they, they are very powerful. Was it needed to light that fire for him to say that in front of the media saying, hey, we do need an edge going into this matchup because of the edge that Washington already has? I like I like to cook on the grill, even though I'm vegetarian now. I still like to get on the grill and, and it's a lot easier to start cooking when you got a fire starter. You know, it's a lot easier when instead of just putting some paper in there and all that jazz. When you got a fire starter that gets things going relatively quickly. Right. I think that's exactly what he was trying to be for this team right now. I think he was trying to be the fire starter to get the Dallas Cowboys repped revved up for this NFC East run because he understands how important these next games are. Uh, we've been talking all week about matching intensity, mm. knowing that Washington is going to come after us like they did last year. It was what we could not do last year in 2020, we could not match their intensity. Yeah. And this is the time, obviously, uh, if we want to take that next step and, and we'll talk about games with implications and looking into the playoffs, you got to match intensity. This, you got to ramp it up. 
And it's time for that. Mike said something yesterday to the effect also of like, we know what everybody thinks of us. It's kind of it was an us against the world type of, of message that. he was he was wow. saying. And he said on the radio that it wasn't like a, a planned thing that for him to say that yesterday. He said there were a lot of big picture questions being asked, and I wasn't I wasn't in the room. The, the vibe I got when I watched it back was mm-hmm. there's a lot of questions specific, specifically about the offense, not being able to run effectively enough. Wide receivers not getting separation, and I'm not saying he got defensive necessarily, but it was almost like get off me. Yeah, like <laughs> hang hang on a sec. Like mm-hmm. we are that team still. He felt like it was necessary to put that message through the media. It's very interesting. I mean, Jason Garrett would have never no. Done that. That's no. why I think it really kind of surprised people a little bit. And I don't think he was being disrespectful, but he was sure as hell I can't saying think of confidence coach, in the team. What coach right now would have said something like that? I would say some of these younger head coaches out there. Who McVeigh wouldn't have said it. McVeigh, I bet you McVeigh would say that. Mm. McVeigh's known the lights and fires every now. Who'd and again. you say? Who'd you say? I can't think of anybody. I can't either. <clears throat> no, that's why. That's for me as I'm as I'm digesting. I don't think Belichick would ever yeah, say no. that. I mean, he's <laughs> no. the one guy that if you if he said it, you were like, oh wow. No, he would never. He would never. I mean, he Mike, what? Mike he, Tomlin. That's I what I was thinking. I don't see him Mike. saying it either. Mm. What do you I, say, Chris? I was going to say, he, he was asked after that question about guaranteeing a win, McCarthy was, and he, he basically said, he goes, I, you know, guys, you realize I go into every game thinking we're going to win the game. Mm-hmm. So that's just my mentality. And, and that's a good point, Chris, because so, some of it's semantics. It's like, not like he said, yes. put it in five-inch letters. Yeah, it wasn't, the game. it wasn't <laughs> Jimmy Johnson. It was not Jimmy Johnson. And he has said forms of that in the past, like we're going – in expecting to win this game, but that was yeah, it was it was pretty matter of fact. It was a, it was a guarantee. Yeah, yeah. It was. And, I mean, and their whole spiel, like their whole coaching foundation this year, is around victory. I mean, that you see that yeah, word everywhere around here. And so that's, that's, that's why I said there's a difference between having internal conversations and external conversations. Two separate things. See, but that's why I'm saying I think this is. This was on purpose, even though he said mm-hmm. it wasn't planned. Yeah, fire starter. I still think it was on purpose. I think so too, because yeah. you don't, you don't. The coaches, as we as I asked that question, what other coaches would come out and say that? No, you wouldn't, right? Not most coaches wouldn't. Mm-hmm. It's very. I think it was intentional. I, I think it was intentional. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I think. I mean, I, th- I feel like it's intentional, but I feel like I feel like it was a response, like a reaction. Yeah, to some of the I questions. Feel like, I feel like you know somebody's pressure. He, 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 he didn't go into it saying I'm gonna say this, but he was just like, "Hey, man, you're too close, man." You know, <laughs> <laughs> David Chappelle. You know, just bam, 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 bam. I remember thing. So I think <laughs> I think that was his response. Like, brother, enough is enough. Like, get up off me. And by the way, though, I think those are fair questions. Like asking about the offense, asking yeah. about why they haven't yeah. gotten things rolling a little bit. It's a it's a it's a weird kind of vibe around this team, not internally, but just the fact that they're eight and four, but they haven't played well to their standard the last Five six weeks. weeks since the bye. Basically, yeah. not especially offensively, not to what they think they can be. They're the most under. They're the un, most underestimated eight and four team in the league right now. There so? are mm. a ton of teams out there that are eight and four that everybody is like, oh my god, you know they're gonna make a run. There, I mean, we're not the only. Why is that though? I mean, it's just the haters. I mean, we got plenty of people that's going to hate on the Cowboys no matter what they do. Tampa's lost to, to the football team. Nobody said, oh, that, that's a telltale sign that Tom Brady's not ready. Yeah. You know, nobody I, I jumped it, out of the cake with that one. So, but, I think it goes but back that, to the inconsistencies. I really do think it goes back to the inconsistencies. And when, when Tampa loses like that and Tom Brady has a, has a three-interception game, it's like, oh, well, he doesn't do that. But you know what I'm saying? Like, that TV-12 doesn't do that. So, like, you can kind of write Benefit it off. of the doubt. Benefit of the doubt, absolutely, right. because of his history. But because, right? when this you team go, doesn't get that. This team does not get that. But yeah. why? 
When you why they is haven't that? shown that consistently. When that's, you, that's why. When you go through a six game winning streak and you and you wait a minute and you beat and you beat New England who is the toast of the town right now. Yeah. When you have players, right, when you have everything statistically as far as your offense is top ten, mm-hmm. and and still, oh, Dak's out of rhythm, Dak's hurt, this is that. That's a, that's a number one, number two in, in scoring and in, in yards. Mm-hmm. How the hell can you be conflicted so, about that? The proof is in the pudding. So that's when you start have to ask the question, are you, are you comparing – I don't want to say comparing. Are you holding your your standards to the rest of the league, or you're holding your standards to what you have going on within your organization? That's why I'm not a big stat guy because I don't give a dog on what everybody else is doing. I don't I don't care what everybody else is doing. I care about what I know my team is capable of, of, of executing. And if they're not executing to that standard, then they're not meeting my standards for my team, regardless of what everybody else is doing. That's like that's. See, that's that sports psychology that, you know, is blind as all. And I get that, right? But you are judged by who everybody that's around you. And no matter what these guys say, they're looking around at the rest of the league. You can control what you can control, right? That's what most coaches talk about. But you're only judged based off of the teams that are around you. And I'm saying the Cowboys are in that tier. You can't just say, oh, they're 8-4, and but here's here's December like they used to. December stretch is coming. The Cowboys will implode. Nobody's saying that. He's not even coaching or are, are speaking about that around here in the community. I feel like their confidence level should be high. They should feel like right now we have a schedule, we have a team that's getting healthy, and blinders on, damn what everybody else say, we're going to go out here and we're going to beat the brakes off of everybody that step in front of us. And that's it. And I think that's what made this so explosive for Mike McCarthy is that one of those blinders came down for a split second in front of the media and they let the that out. Came they said that the bubble popped, let it let it go and everybody got to hear it and Ron Rivera of course picked it up as well. It's a fun conversation to have though because man it does add an edge to this matchup. No, I want to see really the does. eye contact between those guys across the field. Before the game, oh, handshake, do like a weigh-in during deal, like a like stare down. <laughs> Have like the the offensive line versus defensive line, right? Yeah, yeah. Mike McCarthy will roll run Vera. Ooh, got my coach. I'm riding with my coach. Say it with your chest, hat. Well, I like it. All right, let's take our first break. When we come back, let's continue previewing this matchup. Rob P. Island gives his ideas on what's going to happen on Sunday when we return with more talking Cowboys. There's nothing as unique as our eyes, which is why Essilor pioneers ways to make lenses as unique as you. Verilux for super sharp vision, Essential Blue for protection, and Crizol for freedom from glare. Three cutting edge solutions in a single unique lens. So whatever your needs, insist on Essilor. Visit your local Essilor experts and find the perfect lens for you. See more, do more, Essilor. New Dr. Pepper Zero Sugar. You deserve it. I do deserve that. You deserve decadent flavor without sugar. And a day at the beach without sand getting everywhere. And a relaxing bath that your children don't interrupt. I deserve all that? It's really just a visual metaphor for Dr. Pepper Zero Sugar. Everything you want, nothing you don't. A visual metaphor on the radio. I do deserve that. Dr. Pepper Zero Sugar. The zero you deserve is finally here. At AT AT&T, everyone, new and existing customers, get our best deals on every smartphone. Why? Because you deserve it. For turning your living room into your office and your gym. For teaching grandma how to video call. And teaching her again. It's the button on your left, Nana. Okay, your other left. It's not complicated. Everyone deserves something new. 
So AT&T has given everyone new and existing customers our best deals with every unlimited plan on every smartphone, even the latest ones. AT&T may temporarily slow data speeds if the network's busy. Restrictions and exceptions may apply. Hi, I'm Clint Tillerson with... And I'm Jay Novacek. And we're both with... United Ag and Turf. The official tractor provider of the Dallas Cowboys. So, if you need a tractor to bale some hay, a mower to cut some grass, or a gator to get some chores done... Get a John Deere at United Ag and Turf. And then, let's get to work. Hey, Jay, that's my line. (laughs) Well, not today. Get to work with a John Deere tractor package that's just right for you and your budget. Visit UnitedAgandTurf.com. Back to Talking Cowboys. It's a great people, great pay replay here on Talking Cowboys. You've heard it that Jason Witten has joined the Caliber Collision team. You can join him to do great work with great people for great pay and apply right now at jobs at caliber.com. Jobs at caliber.com. Hold on, BCBZ. Can you go to everybody's camera, please? Starting with Heckma. We're gonna go from from the from the smallest wallet, the at least the leanest wallet to the to the largest wallet. Starting with Heckma. Go ahead and show Heck. I don't have look at the profile. You don't have yours? No, I don't have it. What do you mean you don't have your no? Oh, you got an efficiently right, sized. Here wallet. we go. Yes. Here we go. It's very nice so and streamlined. Beamer, that's me right here. Okay, that's that's my streamline. Okay, nice. <laughs> I have everything packed in there, and then it would be Kyle. But then we come straight over to. <laughs> Now this go, to now the encyclopedia Britannica. Yeah. <laughs> Richter scale, man. It's like a six point five. The side oh. profile on that thing is <laughs> Jesus. We just, and guess what? Yeah. You can have a fat wallet just like Rob if you go join Caliber Collision. Mm, just like that, get there. that money. Go get mm, that bread. Love that money. Professional. That guy's a professional. See how that goes? Yeah. Uh, real quickly before we get into our second segment here, do you want to send our condolences yeah. and our, our thoughts and our prayers? Oh, yeah. Horrific news last night. Demarius Thomas, Thomas, uh, former wide receiver for the Denver Broncos, played with the Texans for a little bit as well. Uh, passed away at the age of 33, was in the NFL for 10 seasons, and he was just that. He was a star. And uh, he passed away way too young last night at his home. So wanted to pass that along in, in our thoughts and prayers. I mean, he was a monster receiver. He was as good as they come. Yeah, he was. He came in kind of around the same time as Dez, and it was kind of – they were – Two of the very top receivers in the league, two of the most explosive receivers in the league. It's just, man, it's just awful news. Did you get a chance to play against him at all? Yeah, yeah, I yeah. played against him. He's a he's an amazing athlete. I just hate I hate seeing these stories. Like, you know, the older I get, the more the more these stories come across, and it just it just sucks, man. Yeah. What did you think about the Marius? I mean, obviously, uh, gone too soon. Uh, young, still with so much life uh, ahead of him. What I really admired about his story was his, him and his mother, if you have time, what he did with getting his mother released from prison. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, uh, outstanding story, outstanding uh, person, uh, but gone too soon. And that's why it's important to live your life every day. That's why it's important, man, to just, you know, do what's right. And be good to people, man. We got too much stuff like this happening. And when, you know, stuff like this happens, it makes you reflect on everything that you're doing. Yep. Cherish every single day. And, and of course, don't hold grudges. Have some fun. And, and, of course, live your life and be nice to other people. I love that. That's a great message. And Demarius Thomas, gone too soon. Let's talk about... This matchup, Rob, you haven't been here the last couple of days, so I wanted to give you an opportunity to kind of talk about this Washington matchup. Which one do you think is more imperative to a Cowboys win, the Cowboys offense or the Cowboys defense having the success against the vice versa? 
I think it just comes down to the offense getting back on track. And, and you know, Washington has found a way to win these games lately ugly. Yep. And I just kind of see that happening again, kind of an ugly game where it's, you know, the Cowboys are going to have – they're going to be challenged again to run the football. I think defensively they're giving up an average of like 4.1 yards a carry, and that's what the Cowboys have averaged per carry the last six games when they've struggled to run the football mm. under 100 yards. Now they took a step forward against the Saints with a couple big plays, but between the tackles it hasn't been there. Can they get that established in this game? Maybe the most important thing, and I don't know if – I didn't get to listen to all the show the last two days. To me it might just be can they get things going on the outside in the passing game and throw teams out of that the looks that they're getting. Um, the game that's being lost during this stretch is the fact that they won by 40 points against the Falcons. And they didn't run the ball that well in that game, but they threw the hell out of the ball in that game. Yeah. And, it, it, and if they can get back to that, especially with all three receivers back playing full snap loads, that might be what's the most key to getting back on track. What do you think about that? Man, I think you're spot on. And and just in, in, in piggybacking on that, if you had listened to the Amari Cooper show yesterday, Amari Cooper alluded to the fact that these three receivers hadn't had any time together, yeah. saying that the time that we had has been limited, whether it be through injuries or just not a full slate there to – to just kind of judge these guys together. So I'm excited to see them healthy um, together mm -hmm. uh, and what they can do. I think they, there's going to be a lot of opportunity, like you just said, on the outside with the Washington football team. But I also believe that because you're playing this this team so close together, you're going to have to establish the line of scrimmage. That's just the physicality of this game. You cannot – I just don't believe that you can go into this game saying that we're going to throw the ball 50 times. You've got to be physical up front and uh, run the ball to a fault. Nobody wants to hear that. <laughs> but you've got to get this thing established, not on the outside, but inside the tackles. You've got to get it established. Totally agree. I agree. That's that's that sounds good. It sounds good, yeah. but uh, I don't know the health of of Zeke right now. Last time we saw Zeke, he did not look good. We didn't. He did not look good. He's had ten. He's going to have ten days off by the time the game approaches. So hopefully, he's a lot healthier than he was. But if Zeke is the same as what he was the last time we saw him, and there is a high probability that there's no TP, where does the run game come from? Hmm. In reality. So I think you go into this game thinking that, yeah, we want to try to get the run game going, but understanding that the reality is we're probably going to have to throw this ball 50 times in order to win this ball game. We've talked about establishing the run being a key to winning this football mm -hmm. game, and of course it is. But do you think having those three wide receivers healthy again yes. can outweigh the limitations that you might have in your backfield with a not-so-healthy Zeke and yes. a not-so-healthy Pollard? It can because your, your receivers are better than their DBs. That's yeah. facts. However, every time you put the ball in the air, there's a higher probability of you having a turnover than there is when you have the ball in the hands of one of your running backs. Mm -hmm. So that's also a reality. So I don't like the idea of throwing the ball 50 times because three turnovers, two, three turnovers change the tide of the game. So I would like to see a running game, and I don't know about Corey Clemens. I don't know. I haven't seen him run the ball in a while. I'm sure he's, he's fully capable, but I'm pretty sure we'll see him. 
and we'll have an idea of what he can do in, it, in this game. Does it make you feel any better that Dak has 16 touchdowns and just one interception against the Washington football team in no, his career? I don't. Like I said, past tense means <laughs> does nothing. It, yeah, does it help you feel a little bit better? Yeah. He's dominated Washington in the past. He has, but again, Dak has not been Dak since he came back from the calf. So he's got, he still has to show his team, first of all, show his team that he is capable of making the throws that everybody knows that he's capable of making. And he and, and just the flashes that we saw last week is not is not good enough. It's it's not. Yep. Yeah, if it's if it's let's say uh, Tony does does play. If it's you know 50 yards for Tony, 45 for Zeke, you've established the running game. It, yeah. to, to me, and and especially with the way that we've been passing the ball, I, when you say establishing the run, when I say establishing the running game, I'm not saying 150, 170 yards or what Dalvin Cook did last night with 205 yards. I love Goodness. that, you know, and it makes everything else that you do so much easier. That's all I'm pinpointing to. to those we've been coming in here every Monday talking about how bad they've been on third down. Third down has not been our friend, but. That means we have to be better on first down and we have to be better on second down. Well, how do you do that? And Kellen Moore has gotten a little bit out of rhythm with his play calling, and I would like to attribute that to the with the injuries that they have. Now you have everybody back. What's going to be the excuse now? You have to put something together. Otherwise, teams will just pin their ears back and come after you if they recognize, oh, you can't do anything to us in a running game. So as soon as we get here on Monday, if it is indeed a Cowboys loss, which we'll talk about that in the next segment, whether we think that's happening, is that going to be the conversation is what is the excuse now for Kellen Moore? Because like you said, I agree with you, by the way, I think you get these three receivers back and you have them healthy in the same practice for a week at a time, 10 days at a time. Now you have an opportunity to throw them out there and it's not just a thrown together thing. I think they will have a large impact on this game. You saw how they could have an impact against the Saints, but it, it, it does worry me how limited Zeke and Pollard could be. Because I feel like from that playbook that Kellen Moore has that's this big, shrinks a little bit whenever those two guys aren't what they usually are. Yeah, but if the offensive line, to Hex point, can get some win the line of scrimmage and be physical and open things up, it doesn't necessarily matter who's running back there. I mean, and that's look, they've they've had all these different combinations since the bye week, and, and I think they're still looking for the right combination there. You know, they change, <clears throat> change out left guard, right tackle's been a rotation. It hasn't been the same you know, since early in the season, you know, pass blocking or run blocking. And I think that's affected Dak a little bit as well. Um, so they, they got to get back to that. I go back to the Monday night game. What, what Mac Jones throw it three times in that game? <laughs> Two of three. And, they just, and what the first touchdown they had, it was a long touchdown run. Ten guys for the Bills were in the, in the box. And they still they blocked it up because all it takes is one guy out of his gap to get, yep. you know, to, to get it going. So they just got to get back to that. And they've talked about, look, we have to be better – we're not handling the the movement by the defensive line as well. Mm-mm. They've got to block it up better. They've said that themselves. That's that's running to a fault. The Monday night game. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> we're gonna run crazy. it 40 times. Yeah. <laughs> we're not gonna stop running, and you can't stop us. We're gonna get a hat on a hat. Mm, I like that idea. All right, before we head to this final break and we go to our pickums, we have some housekeeping to do. Rob Phillips last week picked the New York Giants on this show <laughs> to pe- to beat. Who was it? The Saints that they played? Dolphins. The Dolphins that they played. He beat the New York Giants. However, he did send a text message prior to kickoff, well prior to kickoff, wanting to flip that game. Now, he also wanted to change the Cowboys pick. We didn't let him do that. If you say the Cowboys pick on (laughs) the show, it is locked in. So Amari played either way. You're fine. But the, the fact that you brought up 
that you wanted to switch your pick once they figured out that Daniel, Daniel Jones was not available. I wanted to leave it up to you guys. Heckma already gave his answer. It's a big <laughs> fat. Hell no. Exactly. That's, no. What, that's what you said no. in the text message. But no. are we going to allow Rob to take that game back? I don't know. <laughs> so that's a no. No. Chris, you'll be the deciding factor. Yes or no? He ain't even uh, listening. Take, take the, no, I'm listening. I'm about to, <laughs> I'm about to make a phone call. Yes. Um, so, yeah, he can take the game back. No, Chris. What are you talking about? How can he take – that? He was he's locked in. Once We're locked in right here, guys. This is locked. You're we're going to lock – you're locked in. We also in. picked okay. games on, like, Tuesday last week. You know what? No. I will I will concede. You will I'll concede. concede, but I will say that, – that made a big difference. It does that make a big, big difference. made a big difference, but, hey, you know, whatever. Yeah. I'll make it up. I'll make it up. How about that? Well, okay. stand on it. All right. Stand on that Say it with your chest. That's my guarantee. That's my guarantee for the week. I like it. It's going to be good. I'm going to win this week. Okay, so now that it has been decided that Rob Phillips does not get that game back, there is a three-way tie for second place in our standings. We're going to talk about it when we come back here on Talking Cowboys. (laughs) Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys? Jack Black. Right now, you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks, free shipping. At AT&T, everyone, new and existing customers, get our best deals on every smartphone. Why? Because you deserve it. For turning your living room into your office and your gym. For teaching grandma how to video call. And teaching her again. It's the button on your left, Nana. Okay, your other left. It's not complicated. Everyone deserves something new. So AT&T has given everyone new and existing customers our best deals with every unlimited plan on every smartphone. Even the latest ones. AT&T may temporarily slow data speeds if the network is busy. Restrictions and exceptions may apply. The Cowboys way. Where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships shows us what success looks like. Where turkey is always the second best part of Thanksgiving Day. Where we are all defined by one single thing, the star. Where we as fans know it's our job to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. Before there was a draft, you could size up a cowboy by three simple factors. The crease in his hat, the bend of his brim, and his unbending attitude. A man Stetson didn't just protect him from what life threw at him. It projected a rugged, unstoppable spirit. Stetson hats are still American-made with pride right here in Texas. They're still the unofficial crown of all self-respecting cowboys. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Find a retailer nearest you at stetson.com cowboys. Back to Talking Cowboys. Final segment here of Talking Cowboys presented by Tostitos. It is a Say It With Your Chest Friday. And whether you're watching from home or you're cheering in the stands with Essilor lenses, you can see every <laughs> exciting play. Book an appointment at your local Essilor experts and see what Essilor can do for you. See more, do more Essilor on Talking Cowboys. Oh, he has it written down. Yes. Oh, I yes. see you. What do you think, Heck? I got props. <laughs> <laughs> 
I just studied your technique there. Oh, uh, I was a no look pass. I was Magic Johnson. Knocking it out of there. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. All right. How come I can't be graceful with that? It's It's okay. You got to go watch the film. Okay, we'll get it going. Watch the film. Too rough. Rob Phillips, Isaiah Stanback. We've got Heckma Harrison, Chris Beam in the back. I'm Kyle Yeomans. Let's give our quick standings update for the Talking Cowboys Pick'em this year. We now have a three-way tie, completely even across the board for second place. Isaiah had another good week last week, though. Four and two. Well, you may. Hey, you bringing up the rear dog. You're back at an even 500, though. You bring up the rear dog. I was always the anchor on the relay team. Mm, Coming home strong. Got five weeks left. You talking about with this stuff? Five weeks left. (laughs) (laughs) You went. You went four and two. You are now 37 and 37 overall. We should have had a pick them bet. By the way, that was quick. Yeah, right. Yeah. Maybe we need to. Maybe we need to make something happen. We can still make it happen. All right. Second place tied with Rob. The fans, Heckma, all 42 and 32. The Rob. Separation time. Rob and the fans went three and three last week, and Heckma went four and two. Another good week for Heckma Harrison. And then I'm at the top, 46 and 28. I had a five. Lorena, you were picking for him. Five and one, five and one uh, week last week. Welcome to the show. Five games back. What was that? Yeah, you're getting there. You're getting there. <laughs> Welcome to the show, my girlfriend, Lorena, everybody. Oh, hello. 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 Yay. How's it going? So this came up earlier in the week that you were going to represent the fans because basically in a conversation, it was like, we need to just get her on the show. Okay. So we got her on the show. She's going to represent the fans. Last week, Kyle and Jersey went two and four. Oh. Or no, no, no. Never mind. He went three and three overall. Okay. So a pretty decent week for for Kyle in Jersey. But, Lorena, you've got six games that you're going to have to pick. What's up, Isaiah? Okay. I think we should put a stipulation on this. Why is that? I feel as if, because they spend so much time together, I feel as if they should not be allowed to agree on 50% or more of the games today. I was going to say this. Got to go half and half? I like that. Because you, cause you believe that Kyle has prepped her? You've already prepped her. I actually, honestly, yeah, actually, I texted her the games last night, and I have not talked to her about it at all. Okay, but if Raina zigs, you got to zag. At least mm, that's half, fine. At least, at least half, half the, the time. time. So three yeah. games, I've got to go different than than Lorena. Okay. You Okay. So that so Lorena's picking before me on every single occasion this okay. week. So that's how we're gonna do it. All right, Lorena, you will start first on this one. Let's start with the. Let me pull up the game. Sorry, everybody. Keep tabs, CBZ. Mm, keeping the tabs. All right, let's start with the Raiders at the Chiefs. Ooh. At Arrowhead Stadium, Patrick Mahomes and company taking on Derek Carr. No Waller again for Las Vegas. Lorena, who you got? I am definitely picking the Chiefs. They're on their five-game winning streak, and I think that clearly they're the better team, and they're definitely going to hand Vegas its fifth loss in six games. Go Patrick Mahomes. She, I'm telling you, she knows her stuff. All right, I'm going to take the Chiefs here as well. So there's one of my three games. No, it's like you're burning your keep, timeouts. Yep, yeah, you I'm better take my time it, out. Yeah, yeah, I'm taking that one. I'm going to take the Chiefs <laughs> here. Probably <laughs> got. <laughs> got to go Chiefs. Pat Mahomes. Okay, oh, my homie. Hmm. Oh, heck. You're going to make a game up here? Ooh. Because because Vegas has beaten give a dog the it. Chiefs <laughs> in Arrowhead <laughs> last year. In December? I'm going with the Chiefs. Oh, <laughs> you faked it all out. All right. The New Orleans Saints right. at the New York Jets. Heckma, we'll start with you on this one. Woof. This is a somewhere a toilet has flushed. I'm going to go with the Saints on this one. Okay. 
Yeah, go to Saints. Where's it at? It's in it's New York. York. Zach Wilson is back for New York, by the way. New York. You're going to take the Jets? Yeah. Okay. Give me the Saints defense on the road. Saints. Okay. Lorena, go first on this one. <laughs> All right. We're passing. Here. You're welcome, Kyle, because this is going to be my hot take. I am going to pick the Jets. I know they lost Corey Davis to a season-ending injury, <laughs> but like you said, Zach Wilson is back. He looked really promising last game, three touchdowns in the first half. Um, his defense couldn't help him at all. And so they kind of got slammed by the Eagles there. But I'm thinking he's mad. I'm thinking um, with Taysom Hill's finger injury, what? he had four turnovers to the Cowboys. They're and made for each other. Yeah. I, uh, I'm, I'm telling you. That's right. They're made for each other. So she's picking the Jets. I'm going to pick the Saints even with the injuries. But I love your reasoning there because it's yeah. fantastic. Mallet. Fantastic. All right. Falcons Falcons at the Panthers. Isaiah, who you got on this one? I'm sorry. I'm I'm still bamboozled. You okay? (laughs) Falcons at who? The Panthers. (laughs) Where's it at? It's in, well, it's at the Panthers. Atlanta has outscored, has been outscored 112 to 41 since week 10 of the NFL season. I'm rocking with Carolina. Okay. Carolina's kind of in shambles, too. Who got here? Fired Joe Brady. That was that was weird. That was weird. Uh, give me, give me response after a fire. Yeah, give me Carolina at home. Okay. <clears throat> oh, I'm going to Falcons. I'm going to Falcons right here. Falcons. Yeah, I'm going Falcons. <laughs> Lorena, who you got on this one? I'm going Panthers here. Panthers here. So I'm going to go Falcons on the other side. So there's my second game that I've picked. Yeah, difference. You sounded more disappointed about that one. Yeah, yeah a little yeah, bit. I kind of yeah. wanted to pick the Carolina Panthers there. So that one's up. that one's hard. All right, Lorena, we'll start with you on this one. 49ers at the Bengals. Okay, I think um, with all of the injuries that San Francisco has, the Bengals are going to win at home. Ooh, okay, Rob. Man, I uh, Bengals. Bengals. I'm always wrong about the Bengals, but I'll take them one more time. Okay, I'm going to take the Bengals here too. So now I'm two and two. I got to get one more in. West Coast on mine. What was that? West Coast, the best coast. Hey, you're going with San Fran here all day, baby. Okay. Day. I, I happen to watch the Bengals lose a really bad one against the Chargers <laughs> last week. Yeah, it was and bad. that they had that game, and they just found a way to just completely wet the bed. I'm gonna go 49ers on this one. Yeah. Did there. yeah, looky there, looky there. All right, we'll start with Rob on this one. Rams at the Cardinals, huge Ooh. game in the NFC wow. in Arizona. Going Tom, to be a lot of fun, man. That's going to be yeah, right. It's going to be a lot of fun, Rob. God, give me the Rams. Give me the Rams. They okay. lost three straight. The league's designed to kind of you bounce back at some point. Give me LA, Lorena. I'm going Cardinals here. I think picking the Rams on the road is risky. Um, oh, it is. It very I, much is. <laughs> I um. Kyler Murray was actually at the wedding venue that I work at for a wedding preseason, and I think that I blessed him with good luck this season, which is why they're playing so well. So I got to go with Kyler. They are 10-2, and two, so maybe that's why. Who's superstitious? Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go. We're made for each other. I'm superstitious at the same time. I don't step on the line. Hmm. So, yeah. Is it on me? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Sorry. Uh, yeah. Rams. Yeah. Uh, yeah, <laughs> ah. man, this is a tough. This is a tough one. It is, and you did this on purpose. Um, I'm gonna go Cardinals. I'm gonna go Cardinals. I'm going with Lorena because she she gave him the luck. Okay, Woo. we're going with the horned sheep. 
All right. So Rams, I'm with you. I'm going to go with the Rams, too. So now I've differed on three games, so I'm good to go. I couldn't wait for this last one to, to mm. let it come down to the wire. So I'm going with the Rams. Yep, <laughs> exactly. So, all right, here it is. Cowboys at the Washington football team. Who's going to come out on top in this one? Isaiah slunching in his chair, slouching He's in his chair. He's about to do it. He about is to he going to do it? Is this the Christmas tree game? He is about to do it. I can feel it. It's yeah, a holiday it. season. Because he's asking <laughs> about the Christmas tree game? and all that. No, the, the, the Cardinals is Cardinals the, is the Christmas tree yeah, game, even though it's after Christmas? Is it? Yeah, it's after New then Year's, we, Then we're going to do, we'll do Washington when they come back. Okay. All right. Uh Lorena, that's also after Christmas. Damn it, Jim. You used all three of yours? I've used all three, yeah. <laughs> Feel pretty good, right? <laughs> all right, Lorena, who you got on this one? Are we doing scores here, too? Or yes, no? scores, please. Okay. Um, so I'm obviously picking the Cowboys. I think it's going to be a really toe-to-toe matchup. I How about them Cowboys? Um, I think it's going to be a difficult game. I don't think it's going to be an easy win, but I do think that I'm going to put my trust in QB1. I think Dak is going to do much better um, than Heineke, and I'm going to go with the Cowboys 17-14. to Ooh, ugly game. I like it. Like you said, it's going to be a defensive matchup. Got to get those wins. Lorena, thanks so much for joining us today. Love you. We'll talk to you soon. Yeah. Love you, too. See you guys. Thank you. Bye. Bye. That, uh, that's, that got awkward fast. And, and you know what? <laughs> I love her. She's the best. She's dope. Yeah. yeah. Like, she said QB1. She didn't even say Dak. She nope. said QB1. She knows her stuff. She knows her stuff. She, she helped us you. with the picks. <laughs> Some she of did. the facts. She, she gave the summary yeah. of each game before she, she we got write, into yeah, it. It was she, awesome. She read big facts. Every she read your notes word for word. <laughs> <laughs> you stop it. Uh, all right. You're going to get me in trouble. I didn't even do that. <laughs> All right, Rob, <laughs> you got? I, I'm with Arena. I think it's going to be kind of a low-scoring game. I, the Cowboys, I'm going to go with them again because I keep saying offensively they've got the most talent, and I think eventually it's going to go through, but I think this might be another low-scoring game. I'll go Cowboys 23-20. I'll leave it to the end of the table, so I'll say Cowboys, I'm going to say a little bit more high-scoring than, than those two. I'm going to say 31 31- 27, because I think this defense is going to give up some points, too. I think they're going to run for probably 150, close to 200 yards in this game. But the Cowboys get a win. You want Heckman to go first? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh it's no problem. I'm all about it. Hey, um, <laughs> before before I go, I just got to say, Scott Purcell is running the White Rock Marathon, and yes. I'm telling you, he's the last guy in the world that you would have ever expected to be running the marathon, and he is doing it. So proud of you, Scott. You, yeah, need, to add, you need to add Player Circle Duffel Bag Boys to your playlist, because I know it's not there, and it's going to get you through the late run. Yeah. Uh, love it. He's going to be like, what is this I'm listening to? And that's a full <laughs> marathon, 20 Six point two. Yeah, yeah. He ain't doing the half one. No. He doing the full thing. No, so. it's, it's Scott, I'm telling you, we got the locator. We're going to be following him the whole time. Hey, if you stop for a long time, we coming, Scott. We coming. Yeah, we're coming for you. But yo, know, this is a game. This is a game. Uh, Sunday. That, Sunday. Sunday. Yeah, this is a game that we have to win. You guys know that. This is for the marbles for the NFC East. Obviously, we got to play these guys again, but they dominated us last year. We got to make up for it. So I'm seeing Cowboys with the dub, and I'm going 30 burger on this. I think we do put it on them. Uh, I'll go 35, dominating performance by the defense, 17. Mm, I like it. Oh, Isaiah. I'm so on the fence with this one. Yeah, They win ugly, man. That's what they've been doing, Washington. And they're at home. And they're at home. 
Yeah. It's still going to be Cowboys heavy, though. There's going to be a lot of Cowboys fans in that building. God, do it. God, do it. My mind's telling me no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It, I, uh, <laughs> I honestly feel this can go either way. I don't think that the Dallas is going to have even a reflection of a run game at mm. all. All right. 24 20. Jesus. Do it. He's real. Do it. Damn it, man. <laughs> You want to do it. I do want to do it. Do it. Uh, say it with your I'm going to say 24-20 Dallas. Oh, you can't say it like that. You got to say it with your chest. I don't have the chest right now. Oh. <laughs> oh. You're not, you're not this sure. game worries me. Will yeah. we get a call? Same. All I'm saying is, is you're going to. No, I don't go, do that. Gonna... I don't do that. You know, I stand behind my word. I stand you're behind my You're not going to call no, us. You don't have to worry about that. I will. I own up. Saturday to night. I own about up. About 11 o'clock. Nope. There's I already precedent here. Once you lock it in in this studio, yeah, it's locked, it's locked in. Locked in. I, We've already established I don't it. feel confident with it, but that's, that's my pick. All, All right. right. So Dallas 24-20 is your pick. Yeah. Dallas across the board. It's 12 o'clock Central Time kickoff at noon on Sunday. It's the Washington football team and the Dallas Cowboys. Hope you guys had some fun with us this week here on Talking Cowboys. We'll be back on Monday morning, 9 a.m. Central <laughs> yeah. Time to break it ahead, down. Chris Beam, Rob Phillips, Isaiah Stanback. I'm Kyle Yeomans. Heck, my Harrison. What do we say on Fridays? Cowboy Nation, I hope your team win! This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!